Faith, love, integrity, courage. Four key values of great leaders all around the world. I'm Phil Swanson, and I'm on a mission to bring you leaders from all walks of life and arm you with the tools and mindset to lead effectively in whatever you are called to do. Are you ready? Because it's time to go lead everything. All right, y'all. The other day, I'm sitting in the morning, getting my thoughts together, doing a little prayer, doing a little meditation, and it was just on my heart. You know, I had I had an individual on the show a while back, hadn't spoken to him in a while, and it was on my heart to maybe reconnect with him and see if he wanted to do more, maybe get back on the show. You know, it, it was just on my heart to to reconnect with him. And amazingly enough, maybe an hour and 15 minutes later, I looked down at my phone. Granted, this individual, you know, we don't communicate often. We, we uh, support each other on social. But, uh, you know, we're not like communicating or texting off. And this individual texts me like an hour and a hour and 15 minutes later and just tells me, hey, man, you are in my heart this morning. God's with you. You know, have a great day. And uh, I reached back out to him just blown away. And it, it was just incredible timing, divine timing. And so I'm thrilled to welcome back to the show today an amazing man. He, uh, he helps businesses grow and scale, and he's an award-winning business coach. He's written a couple books, most recently, The Makings of a Millionaire Mind, Building a Life of Abundance and Wealth. So go check this out. And we're going to talk a little bit about Sticker Shock Speaking Academy today. Thrilled to have back Daniel Gomez. Welcome to GLE, my friend. Phil, brother, thank you for having me back. And I was in the air, and I was like literally going there, and God just put you on my heart, and I sent you that message. And... Little did I know that you were thinking about me, but that's the way that's the way it works sometimes. Like people always ask me, Dan, Daniel, how do you how do you do what you do? I said, It's not me. It's it's just I just listen to the spirit of God as God talks to me. And um I'm honored to be back on your show. Just really so much has changed since the last time I was on your show. And it's it's amazing because it was probably maybe a year ago. But right. that's I don't want to talk about growth, right? I want to talk about maturity because I think I've matured. Since yeah. the last time I was on your show, because so many times we use the word, I think for the personal growth industry, we're kind of in the same arena of, of business, right? Personal growth development and all that. And people use the word grow all the time. And well, yeah, you're growing in your skill set and your knowledge, but are you maturing in your character and your, are you maturing as a human being? And are you maturing as a speaker? And so many people, it's not the same thing. Right. And I think they get them, they get them mixed up and they kind of intertwine one with the other and it's it's it. You have to have maturity in 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 as a human being and as a person as you're growing. You also have to mature. And I've seen since the last time I was on your show, so many people that are growing and growing, but they don't mature and they self sabotage and they self implode because they don't have the maturity that they should have. Yeah, Daniel, you uh, you you strike me as a very peace a peaceful guy. I don't know if that's an accurate description of you, but you seem like you're kind of at peace with the world. And you were talking about maturity, and it just made me think of this. So I'll go right into it. We'll we'll dive deep early. Yeah, you know, let's do it. The, the Bible talks about the peace that surpasses all understanding. And when you talk about kind of going through growth and you go through hardships, and I recently posted, you know, about the story of Joseph and all the things he went through in his life, and how he had this dream that he was going to have his all his family bow down to him and then he went through all these hardships and ended up becoming you know later in life after being in prison after accused of rape falsely after going through all these hardships you know he ends up being second in command of pharaoh and basically saving israel and the whole world at the time from a terrible famine you know having peace along that journey is really tough and i i know for you a year ago you know times have really changed up until now and you've had some tremendous tremendous success in your business and your speaking and, and all the things you're doing. Can you kind of walk us through sort of your journey to kind of get to what I'll describe as peace? You know, you, you described it as maturity, but what, what are some of the things mentally that you kind of had to work through? And when, when did, when did you really kind of break through to that maturity that you're feeling now? I think that so many times in, in our careers in, in life, in personal development, we attack the shallow things. 
And people talk a good story on social media. They talk a good story on podcasts. But I, I truly believe in my heart that they don't do the deeper. They don't do the deeper work. And that's where the maturity comes in because when you go deeper, it hurts a lot. And no one wants to go through this. There's two things, the two processes you got to go through. You got to go through the, right? You have to go through the pruning. Everybody's aware of the pruning, but you got to purge. If you're not purging yourself of all the junk that's in you mm-hmm. and you're not pruning it out, it's like you're, you're missing out. You're, you're, you're not doing yourself justice because at some point you're going to have to deal with that later, six months or 12 months. And I think for me, it was really letting go of deeper insecurities for me to know that I'm really okay with who I am. And what do I mean by that? We're talking about our good friend, Tony Wally. And I told Tony, we were, we're having a call. And this is part of maturity. I said, I got to be honest with you, brother. I said, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I, I, I just feel this in my heart. I, I need to tell you this because not so much for you, Tony, but for me. Mm-hmm. I said, Tony, there was a, there was a season because I've known Tony for five years now and he was one of my mentors and coaches and really helped me in my first, like from day one, really. Mm-hmm. But there was a point in my career, probably like, I don't know, three years ago where I was like jealous and envious of him. Mm-hmm. And I said, I just wanted you to know that. And uh, and I'm letting you know that because it wasn't right, but I had this. And he goes, he goes, well, thanks for telling me that. But you know what? Like the, the mature guy that Tony is, he goes, you know, Daniel, I think we all go through that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But how how often do you get two men that are both drivers, that are both that deep personality to talk at that level? It takes maturity. Mm-hmm. And and I think that if you can have conversations like that, there's a deeper connection, a deeper opportunity for you as a speaker, as a coach, as a trainer, as a business owner, because now God says, I can trust Daniel with more. And and something that you said before we started recording is when you're faithful with the little, mm-hmm. he'll make you ruler over more. But mm-hmm. it takes the maturity because if you can't handle, if you can't handle a thousand dollars, you're never going to become a millionaire because you don't have the maturity to right. handle that. Yeah. That goes to, you know, I, you probably covered this in your book. I, I'm trying to remember if you did the, uh, just the thought process of, okay, what would I do if I had a million dollars today? Or however much money, yeah. and most people, you know, most people probably have no idea what they would do with that money. Kind of to your point of if you if you're a good steward with a little, you'll be given much. And you know that's just one area, money. But you've been given a voice, you've been given a, a spirit and a soul and a mind and a body. And you know how are you stewarding? those things to maximize the gifts that you've been given. And I, I know uh, bef- before we get any further, you got to go follow Daniel Gomez. If you're not following him, go follow uh, Daniel Gomez inspires and his website's www.danielgomezspeaker.com. He, he just recently started the sticker shock speaking Academy. So I, I want to kind of dive into speaking and just, you know, identity. And I think most people, Daniel, I, a guy, I was sitting next to a guy on an airplane recently, and he was really knowledgeable. And actually, he he has a multi-million dollar uh, stock portfolio, unless he lied to me. Um, multi-million dollar stock portfolio, and he's like in his early forties, and probably you know gonna walk away from working a job here in the next couple of years, just because he he likes doing trading and he seems to be doing pretty well at it. But I you know I asked him if he'd be willing to come on my podcast to talk a little bit about that. And he was very hesitant. He's like, nah, man, like, I don't, you know, nobody wants to hear me talk. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, all I know is <laughs> is, is all this stuff. I'm like, man, m- most people in their 40s, like, you're probably in the top whatever percent of people financially, right? And and like, he was he was still thinking in his head. He He didn't have anything worthwhile to share with the world that could help anybody. So talk a little bit about your speaking academy and, and, and kind of just mindset about putting yourself out there. And, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because actually I had a corporate training this morning and we were there for a couple of hours and I talked about that. And and I, I don't know who this gentleman is, but one huge reason why maybe he was hesitant to come onto your show is because he undervalues himself. Mm-hmm. He undervalues himself as a human being. He undervalues himself overall because maybe 
he has a success and and right his his defile his his shield is his stock portfolio and behind that he's insecure and he doesn't value who he is mm-hmm. and and that was me and i can say that because that's when i was when when i was younger i would say 15 20 years ago right i would always leave with i'm the number one i right i'm a closing machine i'm one of the top salesmen i'm one of the top gsm that run a Chevrolet. like when people lead with that mm-hmm. there's something going on inside of them and right. i think we've all experienced that when somebody leads with that it's like when no one's asking you it's like hey how are you so I, I say that because when people come to Sticker Shock, I always wonder, right? We started Sticker Shock Speaking Academy. We're, we're going on our third year already, and it's been an amazing success. And this is the question that people ask me. Is it really going to help me? And I said, the truth, it's up to you. We give you all the tools. We give you everything you need, not just to be a speaker, because most people fail, fail because they want to be a speaker. And if you have to want to be a speaker, you're doing it for the wrong reasons or you're not thinking big enough. Right. And what do I mean by that? Well, it, it's a different mindset from being a speaker to having a speaking business. And, and when you have a speaking business, it's a totally different, you're coming from a different, totally mindset. And one of the huge ones is this, when you're a speaker, this was right. I had to learn this. This is growing pains that I've been through now being a professional speaker. It's all I've done for the past five years. No other, right. No other income. I came out as a straight up motivational speaker and it was about Daniel Gomez at first, right? It, it was Daniel was the star of the show. That's right. being a speaker. That's being selfish. And I'm being honest, right? But that's who I was. And then God started dealing with my heart. Like I said, going deeper and it's not about you. Mm-hmm. And then I was being coached and mentored. And one of the things that came out is what do you think is the answer? Well, Daniel's not the star of the show. It's the audience. That's the transition and starting to build a speaking business. And so many people, they want to, right? They want the light on them. They want the fame. They want this, but it's for the wrong reason. And next thing you know, they, they, they don't care about the audience they're engaging with. So that's the one thing I want to set the foundation on right now. Being a speaker is great. Being a speaker is the beginning, but it's not about you. It's not about Daniel going to inspire. It's not about anybody out there that's this. It's about who's the end user, who's your audience that you're speaking to. They're the star of the show. And when you start shifting that mindset and really seeing that, then you're like, now I can impact people and I can really change hearts. And because when you're right, when when you when you're just a speaker, you're speaking to please you. And I'm just being right. You're speaking to speak. And I one time I went and spoke, and man, I sucked. I bit it. And 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 my videographer goes, dude, like you've been speaking for a while, and I think at the time. It, it was maybe like, I don't know, eight months into what I was doing, maybe six. It was it was in the beginning. And he goes, what happened? I was like, I don't know. Like, I thought I did good. He goes, you did good, but you've done a lot better mm. because it was about me. Mm-hmm. And then as I started maturing, I realized, well, I got to I got to improve as a, as a speaker and improve my business. And then when I really started focusing on the audience and helping them, there was a huge shift that happened to me. Mm-hmm. I love that, Daniel. It, that that uh, that perspective shift is funny because just just the other day I was listening to Ed Milet. I'm I'm sure you're well familiar with Ed. Uh, I think I saw a picture of you with Ed the other day. Y'all y'all yes. were looking good, and um, I just you know I listen to Ed when he speaks, and he's so he's he's got a great voice, one, and he enunciates really well, and you can hear him breathe. You know, he takes these big, deep breaths in to really fill up with air before he speaks. And, and I'm just, you're, you're reminding me of this as in like focusing on yourself as opposed to focusing on the person you're talking to and the message. Because I think for a long time, I'm starting to practice doing better at it. Even me just enunciating and taking deep breaths while I speak. It was like I was afraid to let people hear me breathe deep or, you know, I was afraid I was going to spit on somebody. So I, you know, I didn't speak out confidently and loudly and and I've been accused of mumbling my entire life and speaking at like this volume that, you know, people interrupt me and, and I mumble and, and don't really have that confident 
sort of enunciation when I talk. So that, you know, that's been something that's just, you know, I've just kind of picked up on that recently after doing almost a hundred podcast episodes. When I listen to myself, it's like, man, I need to enunciate more clearly, speak a little more boldly, you know, and, and without really hearing yourself, you, you get feedback from others, but you, you don't know until yeah. you see yourself on the screen. Well, right? first of all, congratulations on hitting a hundred episodes. That's epically. Yeah, we're getting close. Yeah. We're getting close. I, I don't know if you realize this, but most podcasts that start, they don't even make it to episode 10. Like, because we do podcast launching as part of our business also for this and helping speakers speak better. Right. That's why people say, well, I try to start my own podcast and Apple denied me. <laughs> I said, well, how many podcast episodes did you upload? Or like, what do you mean episodes? I just did one. They're not, <laughs> iTunes is not going to approve you with one episode. You have to preload five that oh, they wow. want to know that you're committed and people don't realize that. So that mm. fact that you're close to 100, Congratulations, brother. That's epic. Thank you, brother. Thank you. But I love you. You know, I love that perspective of focusing on the audience. And, you know, as your business grew and you you kind of went through that, how, how did you overcome that? I don't know if it's, did you call it complacency before? Or, you know, it sounded like maybe you've really made some strides recently in your heart and, and kind of work on on Daniel Gomez and all the things you've been doing. Well, how, how did you overcome that? For me, it was really just being honest with myself and asking God to help me. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think as a man, most men suppress their emotions. They, they, they cover like, especially me being Mexican, right? I'm from San Antonio. We drink beer, barbecue, and whenever <laughs> we get stressed out or something doesn't go our way, we, we drink beer. Right? I mean, that's the answer. You, you know, it's, you, you see it in these Bart Simpson cartoons. You see it all over TV, right, it's like right. that's how you deal with stuff, and it's not healthy. So it, it, for me, it was really just healing myself from the inside out and asking God to, to heal me. And then once I ask Him to heal me, I got to do my part. And for me, it's really in the mornings I spend my time with God. I I, I wake up. I, I'm I'm a big believer that you have 20 minutes to really get something in your mind that's new because that's when you're still in that theta stage. Mm-hmm. So I say my affirmations. I say. My, uh, my my I do my mirror work and then I go into prayer immediately after that, which is with God. But I don't pray to where like I ask all these things. I'm like God, um, I'm here. Like download what I need or heal me what I need healing up from. And it's amazing when you open your heart to the healing, the pulsation, when the Holy Spirit, it just it 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 it, it transforms you. It really does, mm-hmm. and it gives you more patience, more kindness to yourself. And through that process, for not just a week, not just a month, but probably it took two years. And then talking about the stuff, right? Coming on podcasts and just talking about this heals you. Right. It allows me now when I speak to audiences, like I had my biggest speaking engagement almost over a year, just a year ago. And um, I shared the stage with John Maxwell, with Dave Meltzer and Jesse Eitzler. And then Daniel Gomez was number five in the lineup. And my assistant goes, dude, like, are you nervous? She's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, you're never nervous. I'm like, I know. I'm always a keynote speaker. I go, I've never followed Don Maxwell. I'm going to be nervous. <laughs> so we're there. And like, it was hard to believe because I don't really get nervous, right? I get, I mean, I get butterflies and I want to, I put myself up, but right. I was really nervous that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, I go, well, you don't understand. When I go speak for corporations or for AT&T or the United States Air Force, like I'm the headliner. So it's like if, usually it's just me by myself, but sometimes there might be another speaker. There's Max too, but usually it's just me. So it's easier. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you're when you're following John Maxwell and then Jesse Eisler put on the show that he put on, you're like, right. oh shit, like what if I bite? Like, I mean, just it's just these thoughts. Right. And I never forget. God just said, shut up, get on stage and I'll do the rest. And I was like, okay. So it just gave me peace, that peace that I'm not trusting in myself. I'm trusting that when I get up there, you're right. going to download exactly what they need to hear. Mm-hmm. And, and as I get up there, I speak. And then, man, um, nobody knew me before I spoke. But we went back to our vendor's table and we sold out of books that day. Wow. Literally, we had two books left over. And, um, and at that time, I hadn't finished my new book, The Makings of a Millionaire Mind. We just had a mock-up there at the conference just to kind of display it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we had some stuff to sell, but I, she goes, well, what are we going to sell? Then I said, well, we can sell the course. And then 
we'll, we'll see who needs coaching. Mm-hmm. And then the idea came, I said, well, can you sell the book? She's like, what do you mean? Yeah, can you sell the book? Okay. Pre-order the book. Can you sell some? By the end of the day, I hadn't finished the book. Yeah. Now when we got back to San Antonio a couple of weeks later, I was committed to finishing the book because we had like 75 pre-orders and the book wow. wasn't even finished. Awesome. But it was because the fact that I spoke from a place of serving people and really wanting to help them mm-hmm. and not trusting in Daniel, but in God to move through me. Mm-hmm. And man, I'll tell you, after that, like in a humble way, people knew who Daniel was because I just really spoke from a place of my heart. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been amazing. And I think when you speak from that place of your heart really deeper, that's what we teach you when you come to Sticker Shock. We teach you just really how to build a speaking business and, and how your voice really matters. But we we show you the whole roadmap from, from beginning to end, the whole blueprint mm-hmm. of, right, how do I market myself as a speaker? Right. How do I apply at these? Where do I find them at? Because there's, there's hundreds and thousands of them out there. You just got to know where to find them at. And right. A, this is where most people mess up because say – even if you know where they're at, how do I inter- right? How do I engage with these people? Mm-hmm. Do, right? If you put in an application and your application sucks, they know that, well, this guy's not a speaker because his application isn't up to par. So there's a way to apply to these opportunities. And then the second thing is, how do I negotiate through email conversations? Because a lot of them, they're not going to answer your phones because they want to see, right. A, how, how, how do you interact on a professional level? So we, we give you, when I say we... When you come to Sticker Shock, we teach you everything. It's it's really to help you grow and become that speaker that owns a speaking business. That way, I, I would have never thought this film. The first time I got a check for $2,000 for one hour of my time, mm-hmm. I almost had a heart attack. And I'm like, I told my <laughs> wife, like, Marty, they just paid me $2,000. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, it's awesome. For my time. And I didn't know how to receive that because we don't, we're not used because we, we, in our minds, we think a hundred dollars an hour is a lot. We think $20 an hour, like, dude, you made it. No. So it's a whole different level of, of, of revenue and income for a business. Mm-hmm. But as a human being to see that you're worth that much, that people would pay you that mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's amazing. And we help people really embrace, not just embrace that identity of a speaker, but mm-hmm. most people that come to sticker side that don't do anything with it, they never embody the identity. How old were you, Daniel, when you got that first check for speaking? 40, 44. 44 years old. 44 I, years old. I heard this recently. I don't know if it's true. So if it's not true, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to spread lies, but I heard it. I thought it was cool if it is true. Um, Maxwell didn't do his first paid speaking gig till he was 47. Wow. And yeah. now... I think he he gets paid maybe half a million for an hour or something just insane. Like I think one of the highest paid speakers in the world. Yeah, he's the highest paid non-celebrity speaker. Yeah. That he Absolutely is. incredible, right? And Daniel Gomez started his speaking career before John Maxwell. What do you know? I received that. I received that. <laughs> hey, yo, brother. Hey. Yeah. So you brought up something about speaking from the heart, and, and this is something I come from a musical family, as you can see from the guitars. I was always trained in my musical career to keep going, don't lose the beat. No one's going to know if you mess up, you just keep going, pretend it didn't happen. And when it comes to public speaking or like stand up comedy or you know where it's just you on a stage there's no band there's no other people playing it's just you it really has been a challenge for me to kind of transition from a performance based mindset speaking to being able to speak from the heart because i wasn't you know i was used to like okay i practice this i memorize this i go spit it out and it was very uncomfortable it still is i'm still working through it and I'm getting better every day, but just being able to just off the cuff, speak from my heart and tell stories and, and just share my heart with people was very, you know, very different in like a public speaking setting. Did you go through that? Do your, your students go through that? What what do you do to help people kind of get better at, at really just speaking from the heart when they're doing their public speaking? What's really understanding the, 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 the person behind the speaker. What do I mean by that? It's it, there, there's four dominant personalities as as human beings. We all possess a, a different one. For me, I, I'm an expressive personality. Depending on which 
program or however they do it, right? I'm a I'm a I'm an expressive sapphire to say. So I'm outgoing, right? I'm just one. Of, I'm the I'm the life of the party. Mm. So so I'm the type of speaker that is different from someone who is an introvert. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand a as 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 a speaker, where are you speaking from, and a who are you speaking to? So mm-hmm. so for me, people like for example, like a TEDx talk. For me, I, I, people say, "Well, when are you going to do your TEDx talk?" I'm like, I'm not in a hurry because I don't practice my speeches. I don't. Of course, I have my points. Mm-hmm. I, I use them as like I did this morning in my presentation, mm-hmm. but I never deliver the exact same speech every single time. Mm-hmm. And when you speak from your heart, it just it just comes out naturally. And it's not speaking from the cuff because right, I have a lot of content that I that I pull from, but it's it's really what does my audience need at that moment? Mm-hmm. So I generally have the same intro. I have a, a story or two that I have in mind. And the mm-hmm. ending's usually always the same to say, right? The, the, the bookends are the same. But mm-hmm. what comes up in between there, for me, it's just really heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And, and it's learning how to read your audience, how to really connect with them. And, and some of that is getting there a day early to a conference and hanging out with realtors or getting there having lunch with the conference if it's if it's a if it's a nonprofit and find out what it is and talk to some of the people. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, right, I am prompt and I was right, we'll just say that Phil was I spoke to Phil in the audience and you know I was talking to Phil and man, I love the fact that, that Phil can be so transparent here at this at this event and it, share with us that sometimes, right, you speak uh, singers mess up and they just sing on the cuff and they keep mm-hmm. going and we don't know that. So thank you, Phil, for sharing that. So it, it's, I'll use stuff like that into my speech and people can relate that because they're like, man, this guy knows Phil. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you, when, when you imprompt that and you're able to have that capability and you can learn it, it's not, it's, 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 a, it's a learnable skill to do. But, but most people, like I said, when you're on this side of wanting to be a speaker, you, all you care about is yourself and right. it's, it's not about, it's not about that. So I think when you speak from the heart, mm-hmm. that's one way. Well, when, when you're, say, not a speaker like me, you're more of an introvert, a factual person, mm-hmm. then it's like, hey, you got to really be intentional on not being monotone like you're saying. You got to you gotta use some more voice inflection. So we give all the different, right? We give the four different personalities of speaker. We, we, we speak to that in the training at Sticker Shock mm-hmm. because we really want you to succeed. Because what we do there at Sticker Shock, we give you three things that every speaker needs, right? You come to Sticker Shock, but you're leaving with tangible items. You're leaving with a professional speaker reel. So if someone wants to try to go out there and, and record a, a speaker reel with high quality, it's going to run you at least about $3,000, give or take. And then we give you optics from stage, and you get all the B-roll you want with the red carpet. And then we give you a video testimonial. This year, we're bringing in Roger Wakefield, the world-famous plumber. He's going to be our keynote speaker. Wow. And he's going to he's going to give us a video testimonial like, hey, we just heard Phil on stage. He was great and he'll be honest. But a lot of times these third-party validations mm-hmm. from people of that magnitude, like Mr. Wakefield, Roger, will get you on a stage that wouldn't maybe it wouldn't have got you on. So you take all these tangible items and it really helps you build that portfolio of a speaking business. And then this is a mistake that a lot of young speakers make, aspiring speakers. They're like, Well, I got a speaker real. I got it last <laughs> last month or last year. Right, right, right. Phil, you know how many speaker reels I have? A bunch, probably. Like I, I got like six or seven quality highlight reels. Yeah. And I use different ones for different events. Right. Not, not the same reels going to speak, right? I can't talk about business. I can't send you a business one if you if you want to talk about leadership because it's not going to resonate. So I got to send right. a leadership speaker reel. So it's it's the, the 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 lesson in this what I'm talking about right now is you can never have too many speaker reels. You can you mm-hmm. can because it's it just shows a different dynamic of how you can speak and shift up and talk about different subjects. It sounds like a pretty amazing program you got going on, Daniel, with the, uh, uh, what is this? What is it? Sticker Shock Speaking Academy? Sticker Shock Speaking Academy. So is that at DanielGomezSpeaker.com or where do people yeah, go to find that? If they go to DanielGomezSpeaker.com, we have a, a tab there on the homepage where they can click and reserve their seat. And really, the, the beautiful thing about it is it's one thing when I succeed, right, Phil? But when we have people like Tony Pollard to come, Tony Pollard came last September in 2021 Mm-hmm. And he wasn't going to come, but his, his publisher said, you need to go see Daniel. And he wasn't going to come because he had already gone to the NSA's conference. He goes, I'm good. 
And they said, no, you got to go spend the weekend with Daniel. He came, he gave us an amazing Google review. He said he learned tons of information mm -hmm. that really helped him, applicable stuff. From last September to 2022 September, he made over $65,000 in speaking. Right. He just wow. he just called me two weeks ago. He goes, I called you before my wife. I'm like, what happened? He goes, bro, I just booked two $5,000 speaking gigs. He made wow. $10,000 in one day. So why do I show this with you? Because the things that we teach you, the techniques, the strategies that we teach you, all the information that we give you at Sticker Shock, like you can succeed and that can be you. Because there mm -hmm. was moments when Tony would doubt, but he, I said, dude, you got this, right? Just follow mm -hmm. the process, use what we give you. And sure enough, he, he took off. Mm -hmm. That's one example. He got That's Michelle so cool. Hoskins, which came, and this was the biggest compliment that she gave us is, because she still owned five McDonald's. I'm like, she goes, I learned a lot about business here. I say, like, in my mind, I'm thinking like, hmm? Because she owned five McDonald's. I don't mind. I'm expecting to learn from you over here. <laughs> and and uh, she left. Within two wow. weeks, she got a $5,000 speaking engagement on wow. leadership because, right, she owned five McDonald's. She mm -hmm. understood leadership. Mm -hmm. And we help you get the topics, right? We help you orchestrate your your, your, your speeches around what you're strong at. And that's what we sure. teach you at Sticker Shock. So it's not just come on. Uh, it's not a. It's definitely not this, and nothing against anybody out there doing this, but it's mm -hmm. definitely not a speaker competition because there's a lot of speaker competitions out there right now. Right. It's definitely not a speaking program where we're giving it to you on paper and we're like, here, read this, and you're going to become. A, you don't learn that way. We right. put you in front of a stage, right? I've invested thousands of dollars, not just in one stage, but we're going to unveil our new stage at this sticker shop, which costs thousands. We put you on a stage. In front of people, we record you with live live video, mm -hmm. live live media, and it's just the experience is, is is surreal. Where you're like, man, and yes, some people choke, but the beautiful thing about it, since it's an academy, you get a second chance to come around. Okay, come yeah. on, let's get you back up there. And if you're not, if, if your speaking is terrible, we stop you. Okay, let me coach you through this. Yeah. So all this is real live coaching, speaking coaching at Sticker wow. Shot to where we really help you build that speaking brand, build that speaking business, to where you're going to be the next Tony Pollard where you're making over 65000 in one speaking engagement, right? And, and one day, right. two $5,000 gigs. Like, it happens. This right. stuff is real. It's amazing. You know, I, I think it's such good advice for people that – and it took me a while to really understand this because of that music background where you're rehearsed and you're trying to do everything perfect. There's no such thing as perfect – in this life. And even the best speakers I know get on stage, you know, professionals making tens and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? They get on stage and I guarantee when they leave the stage, they go, man, I wanted to say this this way and I didn't quite do it the way I wanted. And they're like kicking themselves. There's no such thing as perfect in this no. world. So, so, you know, there's no practice life. We're in the game. We're all playing. Nobody's perfect. There, there's no such thing really as screwing it up. Right. Yeah. It's you're just doing it. We're just living. And what will be will be what will be done will be done. And there's nothing new under the sun. So, yeah. And to your go. point, exactly. I was like you said, I was just with Ed Milet at, at this conference. Uh, dear friend of mine, Ken Johnson, had put on an amazing event and had a chance to ha have lunch. We had lunch with them and talked to them. And then he spoke to yeah. your point. Exactly. He got on stage and like literally, the, the, he did like I call it the Columbo, right? He goes, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but right. I really thought I need to say this. And he goes, I'm, he goes, I'm going to change my whole speech. What he was going to talk about, he threw it out the window, and he talked about something totally different, and he crushed it. But for him to have the 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 the, the faith in his abilities and to be honest, right, to be genuine, mm -hmm. and he did it in front of a live audience. And I think you're right. I'm, there's no such thing as perfect. And if, and if it might let him pivot like that in front of us, and he's probably, sure. I don't know what his honorarium is, but he's raking <laughs> in about 75,000 of speaking engagement. And he'll tell, yeah. he'll tell you, he's pretty, he's pretty awesome. He goes, I don't make my living off of this. I'd be starving if this is all I made. Right. Because right. 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 It's just the business he has, but it's, it's just sure. the, the genuine heart he has. Mm -hmm. So if he can go up stage and really on stage and really change his speech, mm -hmm. we should be okay with that too. Yeah. hundred percent. And you know, I want people to understand too, when you hear someone like a Daniel Gomez or an Ed Milet or a Tony Watley, you're hearing them 
yeah, they're getting paid for their time, I guess, during their talk. But they've spent hours and hours and hours where no one was looking, right? Nobody, nobody was watching. No, you know, they they were working on themselves, going going and doing that hard work. You you mentioned it earlier, just going going and taking care of the deep stuff, you know, really going through stuff to get your heart right, get your head right, and you know, be be comfortable exposing yourself, not not literally, but you know, exposing your heart and and sharing things about yourself that can relate to people. And we know everyone goes through, but it's really that you know it's kind of like a deep humility and and it can often be mistaken as pride or or um you know people think you're cocky or arrogant like oh who are you to to want to go get on a stage but you know i think to an ed or a tony or a daniel right it's it's really a a ser- it's it's that service mentality that you talked about earlier and so i just want to highlight to people you know don't think anybody can do it Anybody can do it. You you are capable, but don't think it won't take work. And and you got to get real with yourself on the work that is required on yourself in order to prepare yourself to be able to really do those things you want to do. Am I way off with that, Daniel? Or what what would you say to to some of your students at the Speaking Academy? It's about the reps. You got to put in. You got to put in the time. You got to put in the reps. And it's it's like working out. You kind of expect. I always use this analogy when, when I talk about speaking and go, you can't expect to go to the gym. It's New Year's. You have your resolution and you're not going to lose your 15, 20, 100 pounds, whatever it is, in one workout. Regardless, if you stay on the treadmill all day, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You have to be consistent in showing up to the gym day in, day out, week in, week out, whatever your routine is. Same thing with speaking. You can't expect to. I remember, man, true story. When I first started, my first video that I did, and it wasn't even a live video, it was just a video that we did for for YouTube. I was, I don't know, I was practicing to do a one-minute video, no joke. I, I think I went to <laughs> to a dealership because my friend, I said, man, I'm trying to get my sales gig going and training. He goes, well, come on. And he goes, bro, I didn't think you were going to be here all day. I'm like, me neither. All I got that whole day, I literally, I was here probably five hours. You know how much video I got recorded that I was happy with? Two one, two one minute clips. <laughs> True story. Two, right. it, it's right, because it, it's different when when like when you go live on Facebook, you're you're doing it live. You, it, it is what it yeah. is. Right. But when when you're in front of the camera to try to record something that you're gonna use on your website, it, it's a right. totally different. Do it again. Do it again. Experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it took me literally like five hours, and I think I got like two or three clips of one minute, and I was like, right. I was brain tired. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you're going like, to, because I thought you were just going to use the office for a little bit. I was like, me too, man. Yeah. But it just shows how far I've come because that's where I started. And then I never forget this one day we had a video on, on, on YouTube and uh, a good friend of mine goes, dude, that's you. I'm like, yeah, he goes, I wouldn't have hired you. I go, bro, <laughs> I wouldn't have hired myself at that moment, but it just, we all got to start somewhere. And it's like the great Zig yeah. said. You don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. Yeah. And everybody, everybody wants to start right away and and crush it. And it's it's just it's it's a progression of how much time you put into it. And I can promise you, when you come to Sticker Shop, you you truly it's an investment in yourself, right? Because it's not a hundred dollars. It's it's an investment in you where you come. We mm-hmm. give you all the tools. But imagine that. Imagine Tony Potter came. He invested a couple of thousand to get his, and now he's made over. 65,000 on the back end. I think I would, I think, I think I would give somebody four or 5,000 and to make a hundred thousand, I'll take that deal any day. Sure. Seems like a pretty good ROI. You know, you, you brought to mind something that my parents really blessed me with is, you know, people all my life have told me, man, you're really good speaker. You're good. You're really good at speaking. Um, and you know, you got a great voice that, that I don't know if I did anything with that or that's just naturally how I was born. But my mom, when I was a child made me do speaking competitions. So I would have to memorize poem, you know, long poetry books of the, you know, chapters of the Bible, um, the declaration of independence, Gettysburg address, stuff like that. And I would get up in front of people and recite those. 
and uh, you know do it kind of dynamically, right? Yeah. Um, again, very rehearsed. But you see kids like I, I don't know if you follow Grant Cardone, but I I love how he brings his children up on stage with him at like 10x Growth Con, and I've got other mentors at their entrepreneur events that you know he's got six kids and he brings like all six of his kids up in front of a room of hundreds of people and makes them speak and talk about from their heart about like their favorite bible verse or you know what yeah. what's going what's going on and how they're applying it to their life right and it's something we parents i know i'm a, a fairly new new dad at, at having a 2 year old but one of the most important things we can do as parents is instill good habits in our children and expose them to, to things, expose them to good things, hard things that really are going to set them up for success yeah. down the road. Right. Well, I would say this, I wouldn't use the word expose. You got to let them experience introduce, it. introduce, experience it. It's an experience. Yeah. 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 You, you have experience. to, the, like the, the, the way we grow, right. The way we grow and I didn't mean to, to, to cut you off, but no, you're good. we have to, we have to experience the new and what the child is doing is they're experiencing something new. Mm-hmm. And and like my wife, she hated it. She goes, I'm not. She my for for the last five years, I heard my wife say, "I'm not you. I'm not you." Well, what does that mean? I'm not a speaker. Okay, great. Without me, right? As much as I try to like push her along to become the speaker, yeah, yeah. The more I gently nudged her or pushed her into the middle, not the middle. Yeah, we just had our we just had our our, our millionaire mind boot camp in November. Uh huh. I didn't even have to tell her. She took the mic away and she was speaking. I'm like, <laughs> but what's the what's the lesson in that? Mm-hmm. If you hang around enough speakers and events and you put yourself in that arena, mm-hmm. that same anointing, that same shock rubs off on you and right. and you start to believe it until where you finally jump. And and that's what that's what your friend's doing. He's giving right. his children the experiences mm-hmm. and they don't even realize that these experiences are going to help them down mm-hmm. the road when they're in corporate America or they're applying for this job, they're not right. going to be like, right. They're not going to freeze. Cause I've seen, believe me, I was just at an event in, in, in Philadelphia where like somebody froze bad and it's, it was your time to shine, mm-hmm. but because you hadn't put in your reps, you hadn't put into practice, like everything that we teach you at sticker shot, mm-hmm. you lose your opportunity. And sometimes the right. truth is sometimes some opportunities only come along once in a lifetime mm-hmm. and you're 100%. not ready. And you have to be ready and all these mm-hmm. things and much more that we teach you at Sticker Shock. And it's just, and it's really a place of, of coming from my experiences. And then we bring in people like Roger Wakefoot, which is right. Speaking all over the country, all over the world now too. And then other mm-hmm. people that have different, different skill sets that I don't have to really give you the full package of, of taking your speaking career, your speaking business to mm-hmm. another level where like I, we talked about it earlier, there's so many different ways to speak. What do I mean by that? Right now, I'm not scared to say if there's a local event and maybe somebody can't afford me and, and I can't charge them what I charge a corporate corporation. But guess what? They've already done the energy to where they, they put an event together where there's 100 people and they're like, Daniel, I can't pay you this, but I can do this. And I'm like, OK, I'll go. Right. But knowing Phil that in the back end. Mm-hmm. That people are going to hear my heart mm-hmm. and they're going to want to work with me. And and this happened to me when we went, we went to Hawaii. They covered some of our expenses, but not, nothing near what I was wanting. Mm-hmm. It turned into a, almost a $30,000 payday. So you tell me, somebody paid for me to go to Hawaii. Yeah. I didn't have to, I mean, wouldn't you go? Hell yeah. And then I'm, because. Why didn't you invite me, Daniel? <laughs> I would have been there with you, man. Yeah. And right off the bat, like as soon as we like that first day, people just connected, and I think initially that day one, it was a three day event, three day summit. We yeah. like right, I think the first day we like, it was a fifteen thousand dollars payday, and then awesome, throughout man. throughout the, the the days and dinner, man, I heard you on stage, and I like this, and what are you mm-hmm. thinking? Just people connect with right. right. The reason you want to be a speaker is because people. This is a main key that people never speak about and this is one of the main things we teach on a ticker shock mm-hmm. when you speak from a, from your heart when you speak from your values from your core values mm-hmm. if phil has the same core values that i do he's mm-hmm. going to hear it in my message right and that's what's going to draw phil to want to work with daniel or be interested in what daniel has to offer i love that daniel i'm proud of you man i'm proud of you for doing something that most people aren't willing to do 
especially if they're already, you know, in the middle of their life, you know, lots of people kind of have this sunk cost fallacy mentality of it's too late for me to change or do something different or, or be that. And you've not only done that, but now your business is just taken off to a tremendous level and you're helping who knows how many other people be inspired to do the same thing is it's really special. And so thank uh, thanks for being an inspiration to us, brother. No, well, thank you, man. And, and, and I want to right? if you're listening to this and you have been tinkering with the idea, call me directly. Right. I do have my project manager, but I'm on Phil's show, GLE community. Call Daniel Gomez Inspires at 210-663-5954. That's 210-663-5954. And send me a text. Say, hey, I want to learn more about speaking. I'm One thing, right? I am busy, but I'm not too arrogant to not respond to people who need help. And do I miss some messages here and there? Yeah, human. But the good thing is I always go back and we double check it and we follow up with you because that's just the person that I am. But I want your audience to understand that your voice matters. Your voice can grow and scale their business. And mm -hmm. if you're hiding that voice, you're really being selfish because all you're thinking about is yourself. Right. You're not thinking about the customers that need you that are out there dying to hear your voice because this is the truth, Phil, is that Phil may be the only chapter that they'll ever read in a book but mm -hmm. if you've never put your voice out there in book form in audio they're mm -hmm. never going to hear your story they're never going to read your book right because you were thinking so much about yourself that you were that selfish that you never shared that story with somebody 100 percent. and I'll, I'll take it one step further this world needs leaders right now and they need brave men and women who are willing to be real with people about what's going on and you know, really just speak from their heart. And there's nothing worse than when, when you're sitting listening to people speak and you can tell they're just totally scripted or, you know, not being genuine or truthful or upfront about the reality of what's going on. And, you know, it could apply to politics, could apply to the, you know, what you see on the magic TV box, could apply to what you're seeing from your job or other places. But we need leaders to step up and be real and and really share from the heart. And Daniel, I want to go back to one thing you said that really stuck with me is the environment and just the importance of putting yourself, your children in a good environment. Today, you know, government schools, things going on in the world, we're, we've, we've kind of given over our responsibility to these other entities. I'll call them entities because I'm not going to like point the finger at one person, but I'm pointing at us, at me we've given over responsibility of our government, our schools, our education of our children to other people who may or may not seems like they probably don't have our best interest in mind. And so I just really encourage everybody and, and emphasize to you, if you're a parent, take a very purposeful, intentional look at the environment that you're putting your children in. Who are you allowing to pour into your children's mind and their heart who are you getting them around in, in school, in their, their friend circles, their friends, parents, family? You know, it's really, there's no thing that has more of an impact on an individual's outcomes in life more than the environment that they're in. So I think that one's so huge, Daniel. I'm honored to be yeah. in an environment where I can, you know, have a conversation with men like you. And and others in the GLE network. So you know, I just think that's so important. Any anything you'd like to add about just environment? Because I thought that was such a huge point you brought up. Well, it's it's huge because we don't realize this is a mistake that we make is that our children learn the model behaviors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can try to teach them and train them all we want, and they're not going to get it. They're not going to catch it. Right? Yes. Things are caught, not taught. And we're so busy trying to teach everybody everything and they're not catching it. Right. So remember that little phrase, things are caught, not taught. Mm -hmm. Whatever they see you model in your daily walk, that's what they're, right? You can say all you want. You, you can tell your kid, well, don't be eating candy and mom and dad are eating candy. Well, guess what? They're catching the fact that you're eating candy every day. So that's what the, that's the, that's the habit they're going to develop. Right. And we don't realize that. And then we get mad at them. And then it's like, well, who do you think they learned it from? From you. Mm -hmm. And then if you get so busy where you're just giving your kid the phone or your toddler the phone, well, now your phone's teaching them. And guess what? Now you don't even have a relationship with your kid. And then we get mad, right? We do this in their toddler stage where they're really learning and being programmed and conditioned. 
Mm-hmm. And then as they become that young teenager and then that right going to that young adult, they've already been conditioned and lean on this more than you. And then mm-hmm. you wonder why you're not in tune with your child. Right. And you just have to so, have that conversation. So it's just so huge. So powerful. huge. Daniel, thank you for coming on the show. Before we go, I want to turn it over to you. I know you're a man of faith. Actually, I w- you, you've inspired me to be better about praying with people because every time we speak, you always end praying with me, and I love that. And uh, I do pray. I'm a man of faith myself, but I, you know, I don't often just pray with people after phone conversation. But I, I love it. I'd like to pass it over to you. You don't have to pray necessarily, but I think uh, I think it's a great opportunity for you to just share what's ever on your heart that you think the GLE network might need to hear today from Daniel Gomez. Well, I would say this, I would say that you really want to open up your heart to what we talked about today. So much wisdom was passed on between me and Phil and, and I would love to see you here in San Antonio, March 17th and 18th. Not, not because I want an attendee to come. It's not about that. It's about, because I want to help you transform your life and realize how powerful of a message, how much potential you have hidden inside of you that God wants to draw that out of you to inspire not just hundreds, but thousands of people in your community, in your neck of the woods. Because I promise you, when you come to Sticker Shock Speaking Academy, March 17th and 18th here in San Antonio, your life's going to be transformed because there's going to be an unlocking of your belief system like you never knew. And I want you to understand this. If God can take mold and turn stinky old mold into penicillin that's good for the body. What can God not do in your life if you open your heart to do it, to receive it? Because some of us think we're mold, we're, we're, we're washed out. But the truth is when the grace of God comes over you like he does over that mold and turns it into that healing penicillin, imagine what would happen if you allow your heart to heal. Because I allowed my heart to heal and now it's amazing the person that I've become. So I really encourage you to share this episode with somebody, share this whole podcast with somebody because Phil really cares about you to really talk about things that many people would avoid talking just to people please. And one thing I can tell you about Phil, he's not a people pleaser. I appreciate it, Daniel. You know that's right, man. We got to keep it real here on GLE. I love you, brother. Thanks for coming on the show. Show only grows by word of mouth. So like Daniel said, please share the show. And as you go, lead everything. If you think someone would benefit from hearing this episode or any of this content, please share it and send them over to GoLeadEverything.com to learn more. It has been amazing to hear about all the individuals who listen to and are getting value from the content here at GLE. Thank you for your support. You are the reason we do what we do. See you next time. Go Lead.